We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode of The Horse Show is brought to you by James Watkins, our homie, good homie, Sophia Wheeler, and Tracy Hansen. Thank you all so much for donating. They donated over at patreon.com slash horror. Uh, so if you can support monetarily, that is the best way to do it. Uh, we just put up a, a little review of Mandy. That was last week. And uh, if Joe has the time, which I will find out shortly, because <laughs> um, this is late. We're recording this on the day we're releasing it. Uh, this is New Year's Day. So happy New Year's. And um, yeah, we're going to try and do Bird Box, the movie that should not be as controversial <laughs> as it is. Because uh, it's uh, here's the thing, guys. Uh, it's just a fucking movie. You know, it's somebody just made something. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, uh, but up next is New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. Uh, this was made in 1980. It's on Amazon Prime. So if you do want to uh, watch along, you can. It stars Pinky Tuscadero. Remember Pinky Tuscadero? You probably don't because uh, who does? <laughs> my mom. My mom. I should get my mom sauce on Pinky Tuscadero. That's it. Uh, so anyway, uh, up next is <laughs> New Year's Evil. I am waiting for Joe to call me, so I'm wasting time by uh, recording recording this message. How was your New Year's? What'd you guys do? I didn't do anything. Uh, I, I, I uh, played Red Dead Redemption, and uh, I sat on my couch, and uh, my son was here, and it was fun. And um, we ate. Well, we ate, we ate some junk food. We definitely ate some junk food. But uh, yeah, you know, these are these are things you do as a dad. You know, you just no more. No more partying, you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> Alright. Enjoy the episode. Jesus Christ. Okay, I stopped paying attention in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sending kids to Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Throw computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts. I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart. I've seen them all from Dracula to Vertigo. Listen up, welcome to the horror show with Sean and Joe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Uh, well, happy new year, Joe. Same to you, man. We're recording this the same day it'll come out, right? It comes out today. <laughs> it does, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, but what I do know is I just found an article while I was waiting for you to call me called uh, What Horrible Things Did We Do to Our Penises Last Year? <laughs> okay. And this is a list. Uh, these are patient descriptions taken verbatim from the patient from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. They have a database of emergency room visits. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> all of these are terrible things people did to their dicks uh, last year. And I, I was, I literally started crying while I was waiting for you to call me <laughs> because some of these are so absurd. So, you know, you start with the first one, dropped computer tablet while trying to get off the toilet, <laughs> causing a laceration on my penis. <laughs> no, <laughs> a, a laceration from an iPad? But like, how do you drop the tablet on your dick getting off the toilet? <laughs> That's, I mean, that's alarming, and he deserves it. <laughs> Was sliding down a flagpole from the roof of his house, <laughs> cutting his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Playing baseball and accidentally struck own testicles, swinging a bat. <laughs> like, a, an old baseball nut shot is just always great, especially when you can somehow do it to yourself. <laughs> Um, uh, do you know the story? So I played just real quick to hijack yeah. this, even though we're already way off topic. Oh, yeah. uh, so me and Buzz, we played uh, freshman year high school baseball on the same team. Yes, yeah. And one of my my <laughs> one of my fondest memories we we had this hot. <laughs> I do you know this story. We I, I had this, think uh, I know where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> we had this hothead uh, coach. He was a young dude who's now who's now in prison, and uh, he was he was always screaming. I mean, this guy, he's super Italian and just flew off the handles very easily. And uh, our team, we, we didn't win a single game, so he hated us. <laughs> we, finished, we finished the season without winning a game. But uh, one day during practice, <laughs> one day during practice, you know, he was just telling us about how much we suck and all that. And somebody hit a line. He was pitching, you know, <laughs> as coaches do. And he was, he was pitching. And somebody hit a line drive right into his dick. So, so he just doubled over, doubled over in pain. And nobody on the field like moved or said anything. And after about like five minutes of him just like in the fetal position, he stood up, took one of those Funko bats and threw it as hard as he could, like as far as he could, and just left the entire team on the field, <laughs> went away. And we were all just, I mean, we were only 14. And we we're all just stranded. And the field wasn't like at the high school, it was across the street. So we're all just stranded there being like, uh, so should we call our parents like should we go home now <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny oh it's, it's also amazing like <laughs> as a high school coach if your team <laughs> didn't win a single game i would just stop going like i would just <laughs> just stop trying to coach <laughs> like are you serious like you can't you can't do that anymore um uh yeah so we, we've got some other good one we got <laughs> we like some of these like there's just no way there's just no way like they weren't doing something uh salacious. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like some of them like they're trying to hide something. Like Right. Like <laughs> Like uh wait, where is it? Uh no. Spray painting got paint on his foreskin causing penis pain. <laughs> I mean uh... I, you're clearly doing that naked. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely spraying paint on your dick. Like you're not spray painting. You're not spray painting. But the, the last few, uh, the last few got me. Uh, had chop, <laughs> had been chopping hot peppers. Went to restroom, touched penis, used bleach to try to get <laughs> to try to get the hot pepper off the penis. <laughs> Wait, smash, smash penis in between two wheelbarrows. <laughs> that, what's the source of this site? How, how can you do that? 
You'd literally, it would have to be like a cartoon where two people run wheelbarrows into your dick. Even that would be so hard to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to do. It's, it's hard enough to maneuver a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Imagine like operating two at the same time. <laughs> and then this one is my favorite. This one, dude, this is when I started crying. Uh, well, also playing, <laughs> um, no, I'm not gonna read that one. All right. This one is so unbelievable. Fell off the toilet, <laughs> fell onto a mouse trap, trap closed on penis. <laughs> John, that can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> it's from like a U.S. department of something. <laughs> Cut penis on a can opener. Oh, this is like my favorite article. They do it every year. Uh, it's over on Deadspin, actually. Um, but they they go they comb through the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's database of emergency room visits. <laughs> Dude, imagine imagine actually first of all just imagine falling off a toilet like I don't understand the physics of that, and then uh, landing <laughs> landing dick first into a mousetrap. <laughs> like, like even if you fell off a toilet, how do you land like flat on your stomach, flat 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 enough on your stomach for your dick to get caught in anything? And why is a mousetrap so close to you while you're shitting? Wait, play, playing on sofa with cousin, cousin bit patient in scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh my god! All right. So anyway, I've been doing that for like the last ten minutes while my son's in the other room uh, drawing. Um, <laughs> so happy New Year, everyone! Don't get your dick caught in anything. Uh, we we did uh, New Year's Evil. That we did. We uh, we try to stay away from you know. You know the the class the, the 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 themed things, but I had a lot of fun doing it, and we're gonna keep doing it because it's funnier that way. I like it, yeah, hell yeah. You know, some people, you know, they don't, they don't, you know, they're too good for that, but not us, not us. Also, you, what were your thoughts on New Year's Evil, nineteen eighty? By the way, it's on Amazon I mean, Prime. Uh, I mean, it, it sucks, but it's a good suck. It's a good suck. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, everyone loves a good suck every once in a while. Um, starring Pinky Tuscadero. Um, yes. This was a... I, it, it is not... Uh, I don't know what to make of this movie. It was so weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Like, it's not good. It's most definitely not good, but it's um it's not abysmal. Like I I didn't feel like it was a chore, which is weird because ninety nine percent of it is some shitty band playing the same song, but um over, over and over again. Uh, and and it, I I actually think it's kind of like uh it came, so it came out nineteen eighty as you said, so the slasher thing was still pretty new. Sure, and you could tell this is canon. Ken did this. Oh, did they? Um, yeah, Yorm, Yorm Globus, stupid name popped up. Um, so you could you could just tell that uh, they watched Friday the Thirteenth and were like, "We need to make something right now, and we have no time to prepare for it." So, so, so they did, and and it's not as terrible as it should be. It's it's not, and I think part of the reason it's not as terrible uh, is because. It really did not follow the slasher mold at all. So you couldn't even be like, they tried to rip off whatever. Uh, like, 
it wasn't like they tried to rip off other slashers. They they were well. There was nothing for them to rip off at this time. Yeah, it's so, still pretty new. So. so it was really weird because like you meet the fucking killer, you know who he is. Like from the jump, his face is not well, hidden. <laughs> that was something that was confusing to me because. <laughs> So while I was watching, this is my first time ever watching it. And while I was watching it, I was like, is there going to be a twist? Uh, are we not supposed to know? Like, is this a red herring somehow? Yeah. Um, it wasn't. And then I went online. And everyone's like, what a fucking twist and turn this way. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that twist is not real. Like, it, I mean, it was a, there's a solid uh, reveal. I wouldn't call it a twist. Correct. Uh, and, you know, maybe if they had, like, hidden this guy's identity at any point, I would have been like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> like right. Uh, they kind of did it backwards, like how how you normally do a reveal in, in a horror movie. Like, they basically <laughs> they just revealed it right away and then yeah, made, like, made you question your sanity, being like, wait, is this really him? Yeah. Like, and that's that's like you said, like, so they were like literally the first time you see the killer, it's his face. It's not like his hands picking up a phone. Like it is just this man that's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) And it's really alarming to a point where you're like, is it like somehow somebody else that's doing it? And like, like it's really that unsettling, but it is him. And then basically the reveal will be his, who he is. Like right, his relationship, his relationship to these people, characters, yes, which is like the opposite. Like it should be, (laughs) we should have met this guy as a as in terms of his relationship with these characters, and then and then reveal that he's the killer. Yeah, that's usually how it's done. So it's a really weird um, breaking of a mold that maybe wasn't a mold yet. I don't know. Um, yeah, people people probably saw this movie and were like, "This we need, we can't ever do this again." <laughs> yeah, this is a bad idea. This <laughs> I feel like we were almost there. Uh, and also, one of the weirdest parts about this movie is the super weird, uh, and we'll get to it soon. But the relationship with the son, um, yeah, Diane <laughs> Diane Blaze, which I thought was her lover for for three quarters of the fucking movie, I did not know that that was her son. Yeah, I don't think anybody. I think that was also part of the reveal. Because <laughs> she's like almost sexual. They kiss on the lips. <laughs> it was fucking alarming. Okay, anyway. so Wait, um, can we talk? Can, can, I, I know we, we always go scene by scene, but I just want to talk to you yeah. about the fact that this killer who we've seen his face, <laughs> he's um, making phone calls to our main character. <laughs> and he's using one of those voice modifiers. And it is not changing his voice at all. <laughs> Did you pick up on that, or was it just me? No, uh, not even close to like, like to a point where it just I'm... sounds. It just sounds like he has shit in his mouth, like this something obstructing his his voice, which it is. It is it's... choking on a fucking thing. It's not. It's not. Rev- she should know that's him right away. Absolutely, the way he the, the way he's. I I honestly thought he was just talking through a kazoo. Like I didn't. Th- he Sean. He was. That, that's what he was. But it wasn't making a kazoo sound. No. And it, it would have been just more effective if he just like changed his voice, like it, spoke lower or higher. If he just he did, did like a high pitched voice, <laughs> he'd have a better. Like she would really be like, oh man, I don't know. This could be anybody. But <laughs> exactly, exactly. He does not he's just like. Mm-hmm. 
I am, they call me evil. <laughs> oh man, this is the fucking best. Um, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So Pinky Tuscadero uh, plays Diane Blaze Sullivan, who is a, uh, I, I guess a DJ, right? Like, she's not a VJ. VJs weren't even invented yet. Yeah, no, she she's a, a like a DJ who's hosting. She's like the punk rock Dick Clark, right? But on the radio, right? Although guess, it's being televised. Yeah, I guess it is. I I, I don't know. It was it was kind of weird. It was kind of because yeah, she's watching the other television screens. It's weird. It's weird. Um, we, we also this movie takes place in a like they're they're really trying to portray this uh, Diane Blaze as a really like famous like like dick clark level like you said right like people know her uh she's an icon yeah and she the movie the movie takes place at a holiday inn (laughs) yeah so (laughs) that's cool uh that's the level of fame that she's achieved she's uh she's a she's in the suite in the holiday inn we meet yvonne her friend and this beginning was just really convoluted like the beginning you have no idea so i guess there are some reveals because they just don't tell you much of anything (laughs) at the beginning shit just starts happening but you know yvonne and diane have this uh relationship they're they're very good friends um and uh her friend yvonne we see her get jumped um and i actually got scared at that scene i was actually kind of excited about this movie at that scene (laughs) That jump scare, like you see it coming a mile away, and it still got me. Yeah, not not terrible. I liked it, like, uh, cause oh, it was cool, cause she she has a dripping faucet in her house. But I mean, it yes. also makes no sense, cause somehow this guy breaks into her apartment when she goes to answer the door, and then he's just in the apartment. But whatever. So she's got like this dripping faucet, and she turns it off, and she like goes and checks, cause there's a knocking on the door. No one's there. She comes back in. Uh, and the faucet's dripping again. And you're like, you fucking know that that guy is behind that shower curtain. And it still got me. As soon as she goes to turn it off, she gets fucking got by, by, yeah. by the, actually, I guess we don't see his face here. So this is the first, this is, this is as much suspense as you get. We will see his face in two seconds though. Two seconds when he makes a fucking phone call. <laughs> when he starts calling people from a payphone. Um, also are the cops, we talk about inept cops a lot. These guys are up there. The the cops in this movie are st- especially at especially at the end. <laughs> oh, oh it, it's actually they sp- close off they close off a hotel and the guy just waltzes in <laughs> and all the cops are like, "Hey, who let you in?" And he's like, oh, "I've been here all along." And the cops even radio in. They're like, "I don't think this guy's been here all along." Like they know that he hasn't been. <laughs> Dude, the cops in this are so inept. Some of them are. Some of the cops are working as ticket takers. Also. <laughs> <laughs> which is an odd uh an odd choice we get because we get these 80s punks 
um, who, uh, you know, I have a bunch of notes on them because I thought they were going to be a part of the story, but they're not. Um, they're not. They're not. Which is weird because, like, the, the opening scene is all about them. Also, how weird. This is 1980. It's like from the from the get-go of the 80s, America just viewed punks as some, like, Mad Max creatures. You Dude. Because <laughs> Return came out in, what, 80? It's like five years after. Yeah, or Seven yeah. years after. Whatever yeah. came out. But it's weird because these this you're right like this is like still like kind of like the birth of like the punk thing and they're still viewing them as like you said like these like Mad Max roadsters but also they are dancing to disco <laughs> like <laughs> happily in the cut scenes when the band's playing like it, it's very odd um and the punks go in and there's cops taking tickets <laughs> Because, I don't know, the cops just do everything except be cops in this movie. They're, they're just, like, around. It's it's very bizarre. Um, and then we meet Diana again, and her, uh, what we will learn is her son. Yes. But that is not made clear for a while. It, I, I did not know. No, and, and this kid is sketchy as hell. So, like, right from the get-go, you're like, oh, this kid's probably going to be involved somehow with the killings. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, I was I was so confused. And then the movie ends, and I'm honestly still not sure if he was. <laughs> I, I don't know either because I, – I don't know. But if you if you watch this opening scene where she – her and Derek first interact, and, like, she calls him by his name. Like, she never is, like – well, she does. She The only nicknames she uses are, like, sexual names. Like – it's very fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. And she's, ugh, God, it's just fucking weird. Anyway, um, so I thought they were dating for a while, but he's an actor and he's like, he's clearly living in her shadow because um, she's very busy getting ready for this New Year's Eve extravaganza. And he's like, I've got some news for you. And she's like, oh, great, whatever. And, and treating him like a, uh, just a old news. I don't know. She doesn't give a shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a past fling. Yeah. 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 And so she's she's just very much just like whatever, like tell me later type of thing. And you can tell it's it's affecting this guy. <laughs> you can tell it's affecting this man because in a few scenes, he'll for some reason put a stocking over his face. And oh, OK. I honestly forgot about that. that. That Like they really pushed hard to make you think this guy was involved. I mean, this guy's a fucking psychopath. He's sitting in his room with a stocking over his face for no apparent reason, which is honestly more alarming once the movie ends. Like he's the real fucking psycho in this movie, which is crazy because like that's what you could have played off of if you didn't see the killer's face from the first scene. <laughs> Like the killer calls Diane in like two minutes and you're just like, and you see his fucking face. So like, so then you just have this Looney Tunes son walking around with a stocking on his head for the rest of the movie and and a giant needle in his ear. And it's so alarming looking. Like it's so bizarre and it's really kind of terrifying. And had you, I'm saying he's the real psychopath. Had you ever for once thought that maybe this guy's the killer it would have been kind of a cool movie. But instead, you know he's not. He's just this idiot. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so weird. So Roz uh, is kicking off this New Year's Eve show. Uh, she She's doing K-Rock, which is a real station, obviously, uh, in New York City. Uh, and we get the killer. And we see him at a phone booth using a kazoo. And he says, uh, <laughs> they call me evil. 
And if that's not alarming enough, she's like, well, do you have a vote for the best song? (laughs) 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 And he's like, no, just a New Year's resolution to kill someone you know at midnight. (laughs) Now, that's cool. That's, uh, you know, that's alarming. But uh, the weird part about that is (laughs) when they start telling her that certain people have died, she's like, all right. Like, I don't think she knows these people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, the, the first girl she knows, and we know okay, that, but, but like they don't reveal like the that, ones that he. They sorry, go on. They don't reveal that she's dead until the end. Like she, Diane doesn't right. learn that she's right. dead. <laughs> and and the ones that he kills in the middle, you, you're right. I'm not positive she knows. No, 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 yeah. There is a scene where the cops come and are like, "Hey, they killed so and so," and she's like, "All right." <laughs> and, and it was like it was very clear in my mind that this guy said i'm gonna kill someone you know at midnight because i you know that would be the plot <laughs> but, but but she's like they tell her two people that died and she's like oh geez that's terrible but what does that have to do with me <laughs> it was really weird um and so throughout this movie too uh they play this band that's playing on New Year's Eve, <laughs> I think is playing the same song all night. <laughs> uh don't think they are. <laughs> Imagine And being- that's like another staple of like eighty they every single band that you see in like an eighties punk rock horror, they only play that one song over and over. And you know they're thinking that they're gonna make it huge after somebody sees this shitty fucking movie. You're right. You're right. And they're definitely friends with somebody that made it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like these guys were probably buddies with uh what's his name? Uh Yor Yoram. Yoram Globus. Yeah, Globus was probably like, This is the best band I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I think the song is called New Year's Evil. That would make sense. <laughs> and uh the the woman that wrote it, uh Roxanne Seaman, uh, kind of uh She's she's written some songs, man. What's her name? Uh, Roxanne Seaman. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to, you know. Yeah, I'm laughing at that. Whatever. But she wrote songs for Earth, Wind, and Fire, Bette Midler, Barbara Streisand, The Jacksons. So, I mean, Phil Collins, I think. So, you know, she... So she fucking sucks. She can write a song. I mean, I don't know if any of those songs made money, but. <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking funny. <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right. So, so these songs. I, I had, I, I had the name of that shitty band written down because th- this is all they did. And now I can't fucking find it. I don't know how it's like, I take two notes per movie. So I don't know how I lose it, but uh, I don't have it. So what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I, I don't even think I yeah I don't think I have the uh, band's name anywhere either maybe I thought <laughs> maybe I just thought I did <laughs> um, oh man uh, so I'm just reading a note here that's kind of makes no sense about the movie but not one that I wrote one that's on Wikipedia um, so anyway so we uh, so we've got these characters established the crazy son uh, the killer and um you know, uh, we we keep hearing about um, uh, Diane. We 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 learn that this is the son because Diane's like your dad's in Florida. 
Right. Right. And and for some reason that keeps coming up. Like the son just keeps calling his dad in Florida. And the mom's like, stop calling your dad in Florida. <laughs> what really is weird. his dad in Florida? Huh? But how is his dad in Florida? He's not. That's what I'm saying. So why do they keep saying that? Oh, oh, because he, he lied to him. Never mind. Yeah, but but then he, he yeah, but then he doesn't. I mean, he shows uh, whatever. So it, it it's ridiculous, honestly. Um. So we get to see this killer. We finally see him. He tells her he's going to kill everyone. More terrible songs. Um, Jeff Winters. Why do I have this guy's name written down as Jeff Winters? Jeff Winters. Fuck is Jeff Winters? <laughs> I don't know. Who's, Wh- who's Wh- Jeff Winters? Why? Why did I write that down? Wait. Who do you think he is? Who's oh. he supposed to be? I, I don't know what I. I don't know why I wrote that down like that. I just googled Jeff, Jeff Winters and nothing comes up. So <laughs> I don't know who I. I made a joke. I make a joke later that he looks like the fucking guy from, uh, like one of those cults. What was that guy? Jeff Jones? J- Jim Jones? Jim Jones? It's nothing to do with no Jeff Winters. Jeff Winters. I don't know. Who, I wrote Jeff Winters gets into his costume. I don't know why I wrote that. Um, that's not even the actor's name, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, anyway, so the killer needs to sneak into this venue. Um, and he gets in. So, so it's not the venue, actually. First, he sneaks into a hospital. Yes. By dressing up as an orderly. Yep. And now there's no real reason why he's here. We we assume it's because he's targeting <laughs> Diane's friends. But when Diane learns that an orderly was murdered, she's not like, oh, my God, that my best friend works there. <laughs> like, she's just like, oh, wow, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, Jeff Winters, he goes to the hospital. Uh, back at the club, these people are slow dancing like zombies. It's bizarre, and it's still the same song playing. So I don't. And 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 people are dancing in the psych ward too. Oh oh yeah, that was super weird. That was super weird. Also, the psych ward was a happening place. Uh, <laughs> that was that was cool. And yeah, that was so weird. Anyway, so then the cops show up to protect the DJ because they're like, we heard on the radio. What's going on? Um, and we're here to protect you. Now, Diana still, uh, I'm still assuming it's her boyfriend because she's like, honey, like, we need to talk. Like, there's something I need to tell you. It's important. Um, but Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm not, I, I'm not even looking this up. I'm asking you. <laughs> that's, so, that's, so, that's so stupid. I could just Google it and not interrupt you. But uh, wasn't that kid from Killer Clowns in Outer Space? Oh, was he? Wait, the son? Yeah, wasn't he? He is uh, Grant Kramer. Let me pull him up real quick. Yeah, he is. Good job. Fuck. I'm smart. That's a good fucking poll. Everyone else is like, I already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really yeah, well Of course he is. You idiot. <laughs> yeah. Grant Kramer. <laughs> it's fucking Grant. A household name. <laughs> <laughs> For any horror fan. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Ah, oh, man. It's so true, too. It's so fucking true. You know how many people I saw refer to this movie as a classic on Instagram? 
<laughs> this uh this new year's it was it was insane and uh, uh one thing i've noticed since doing this show is uh we have very different opinions <laughs> as to what classic and terrible mean yeah absolutely and we we might be doing the bird box episode if you have time after this real quick for patreon um sure but if not we're gonna do it eventually uh for patreon but you know, people were saying, like, I don't, I, I mean, Joe said, like, I, if you don't like a movie, like, that's fine. Like, liking a movie is not the same as being critiquing a movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we can watch movies and be like, I fucking hate that movie. Like you said, fight right, Club. But still recognize that it's, yeah, I, I don't like uh, American History X. Right. People love it. Yeah, I, I can recognize that it's it's not a terrible movie. Cinematically, you know, a ter- it's a good movie. <laughs> a terrible movie is Elves. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I don't, li- I I wouldn't sit down and watch American History X, but I'd probably watch it over fucking Elves. <laughs> right, right. Like terrible is a really crazy term to use, and so is classic. In the same <laughs> in the same breath, calling this a classic is is lunacy <laughs> it's insane it's insanity uh but you know citizen kane uh the godfather and then fucking new year's evil stop it just modern day classics just modern day classics <laughs> like are you fucking kidding me oh god uh it, it's really weird to call this a classic and I, I saw a ton of people like posting about it and it just it makes me laugh because a lot of those people were like bird box meh meh <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand it. Boring. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. New Year's <laughs> Evil. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Makes fucking sense. Um, but in the same breath, I can also see, like, you know, a, sometimes a bad movie is more entertaining to watch. You know, I, you know what movie's been, I've just been thinking about constantly, and I think it's the music, is that fucking movie with the, Oh, God damn it. The one that start I, I'm using this term loosely, stars Gene Simmons <laughs> and Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, trick or treat. Yeah. I've like, I can't shake that movie out of my head recently. It's, it's, it's a solid flick. I like, I, I think I really like that movie. <laughs> and I think I really like the music in it. Would you call it a classic? <laughs> no, <laughs> of course, of course not. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I don't know why that just came into my head. I think because the music in this one, like you said, like you know, people are always like they tried so hard to make some of these bands work, like or make you feel like these bands were important, and like Trick or Treat, yeah, Trick or Trick or Treat at least used an actual band, right? And you know what? Those songs are kind of, kind of, kind of fucking rural. <laughs> A pre-flogging Molly. <laughs> flogging Molly. Ah, oh, boy. Flogging Molly. Um. Anyway, so let's get back into New Year's Evil. So, uh, wait. Oh, by the way, did you notice she, uh, so we go back to, oh, wait, no, I skipped way ahead. So, so Jeff Winters, whoever that is, gets in his orderly costume. Uh, he's at the hospital. Cops are protecting Diane. Um, the kid starts acting crazy. This is the scene we were talking about. He puts like a fucking stocking over his head and he looks like he's going to, Oh wait, no, this is when he starts taking pills. Yes. I, I yes. thought he was trying to kill himself. 
I thought it was like um, blue velvet, you know, you know, Dennis Hopper just like huffs shit and oh. loses his mind, oh, yeah. or like, or like uh, uh, the professional, how Gary Oldman takes something and like loses his mind. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. doesn't really uh, come into play. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I, I think it's actually just Tylenol. I think he just. I think <laughs> he has a like, headache. Yeah. <laughs> he has a headache. Yeah, for sure. Um. So from listening to that shitty band play on that, <laughs> I, I, I'd be like, I'd be like, what do they call it? Main mainlining? <laughs> I'd be mainlining Tylenol <laughs> if that <laughs> band played the same song all night. Um, while that's going on, somebody else gets stabbed while the ball drops in New York City. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand. Um, He's doing it. Um, by time zone? Huh? No, he's not. Never mind. I thought he was like... At first, I thought he said he was planning on killing someone like, like every time zone's midnight. That's what he was doing. But is that what he was doing? Because... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but they, 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 I mean, it was what he was doing, but they just did it. They showed it so ineffectively that... That it was like kind of convoluted, like like it was very weird. Like, and he also, I, I, it was stupid. It was stupid as fuck. Like, it, there's so many ways to do this that make it more <laughs> easier to understand what he was doing. <laughs> I mean, he has. So we're gonna talk about more in death, but he picks up two girls with. Oh my god! You know the premise of killing them, but he puts like he's so invested to have this timed and lined up, like. Just fucking kill them at the stroke of midnight. Just find anybody. Or maybe you should have found these people prior to or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot has to happen for you to pick up two of them and then murder one of them while the other one gets away. Like, it's insane. I don't understand. It's insane. His, plan, his plan was not very well thought out. No, it's a really poorly done plan. It seems, it seems like it should be easy. It should be very easy. And this guy also, when he starts explaining his plan, seems like he's been planning it for decades. <laughs> <laughs> the way he explains it is so methodical. And it's like, hey, buddy, you did a piss poor job at that point. <laughs> also, to do it at every stroke of midnight is just it's one kill an hour. And there's no way he's getting from place to place he's, within that time. He's traveling <laughs> great distance. <laughs> like, he's not just like it would be one thing if he were just like going around town, like just pick somebody up and kill him like. But they make it a point that he he's also in New York City. It would be the easiest thing in the world to do. But <laughs> Wait, that was my next question. Is he in New York City? That's a great question. So I I Cuz she's in she's in Hollywood. Oh, she is she in Hollywood? I couldn't figure I thought she said New York City at the beginning cuz K-Rock is in LA. So so I thought she was in LA. And then Yeah, but all right, no no, she's definitely in in California. Okay. But I also thought like the first kill that this guy, like this guy's in New York City. So, is he going? Is he traveling through the time? He can't. It's not. It's not humanly possible. No, because it takes twenty four hours just to get to Arkansas from Connecticut. So. And if you took a flight, it's it's only it's six hours from Connecticut to California. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a good. This guy's. <laughs> Whatever. I have no idea. I swear at some points they're in New York City though. <laughs> like I also that's what I'm asking you, because I also thought that too, because I remember thinking that, like, especially when he's first walking around and like the, the payphones and stuff. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, uh, she we cut back to her. She's still taking calls. And I love this one because she's like casually hanging up on Morrissey. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, I did. (laughs) She's like, thanks for calling, Morrissey. That was great to talk to you. (laughs) You know who I would, yeah, out of all the people I want to talk to on New Year's Eve, Morrissey probably ranks last. (laughs) Like if he was calling me and I had his name on my caller ID, I would not pick up. Imagine that (laughs) most. Yeah, I was just going to say, just mope around for fucking hours. (laughs) Ringing the New Year with this guy complaining about (laughs) shit. (laughs) Crying on the other end about vegetables. Vegetables and animals and being like, Duck Dynasty. (laughs) Marcy's such a fucking idiot. (laughs) Complaining how cold it is. (laughs) Wasn't he the one that canceled the concert because it was cold? While all of his fans were sitting out in the cold? Fucking nightmare. Morrissey um, was. I once watched an, an uh, it was a music documentary, and Morrissey was furious that people in the crowd were singing along to an Oasis song during an Oasis concert. Because Morrissey, <laughs> Morrissey, Morrissey paid to be there and wanted to hear the Liam sing it and not the fans. Get out like, of Morrissey, here, Morrissey! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Wait, that is honestly my favorite story. <laughs> Going to a concert and being upset people are singing. Well, I think it was a VH1 special. Uh, he's very, he's very annoyed by it. <laughs> he's I such paid a to hear brat. The, I paid to hear the Gallagher brothers sing <laughs> Champagne Supernova. Also, Fuck I know, you. I know, in the UK they're like royalty over there for some reason. But like, why do you need to hear them sing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hater, but whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Evil calls back and he opens it with, this is Evil. And she's like, oh, hi. <laughs> and he goes, this is Evil. Remember me? <laughs> I just made my first kill right on schedule. And then he plays a cassette tape that he recorded of him murdering somebody. Ah, uh, the 80s. So so tough to uh, harass people. Oh, my God. And, and, and <laughs> it's so much work involved. <laughs> and and later on, somebody sees his, like, tape recorder, and they're like, oh, my God, this technology. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so, uh, yeah, so he, and he's still going to murder everyone in every time zone, I guess. So. And uh, the person he killed was uh, Janie, the nurse, who uh, he also, like you said, we talked about how, like, elaborate and how much work he puts into each kill. Like, him and Janie, this nurse, ended up having, like, a romantic relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's 15 minutes of them, of him putting in work to, like, date her. Not just, like, let's screw, (laughs) but, like, like, woos her. (laughs) It's um, unbelievable. And uh, it's also crazy because Janie's like, I've never seen you in my life working here. And he's like, well, I work here. And she's like, well, all right. (laughs) So um, it's really ridiculous. Uh, At home, Willie, who's the son. Or no, who's Willie? Your phone just caught off. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, who's Willie? (laughs) Who's Willie? Joe. Did I lose my mind halfway through this? 
I have no fucking clue who Willie is. Joe, there is no Willie. I just start, starting to alarm me. Joe, I'm wondering if like I if I had a stroke like Do you have a stroke? Because Paul. Call get Paul on the phone. I know very well that this son's name is Derek, but for some reason I have Willie written down for the rest of the movie as his name. What the fuck? <laughs> Was <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. Um, were you uh, were you indulging while you were watching this? No, I, uh, no, I don't think so. Eat some special brownies. <laughs> wow. Uh, so anyway, Weirdo Willie. Well, not Willie. It's Derek. Uh, oh, this is the silk thing. I don't, I don't need to talk about this. We've talked about it enough. Um, also, oh, also, there is one funny part about when he puts the stocking on his head, which is Derek's head, for some reason, is like 10 times too big for a human head. So as as he's putting on the stocking, it, they clearly just tried this once and filmed it and was like, that's fine. Because the stocking just starts splitting up the side. So his face isn't even like covered in a stocking. It just ripped over it. Um there's so many long montages too in this movie of just like the band playing and 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 people doing things that just it really doesn't matter. Um and the killer we we start seeing him. Oh, we start seeing the killer. He dresses up as like a dad. Like his costumes are so elaborate. Again, going back to that, like he isn't like no one knows who this- he is. And there's not enough time for him to be fucking changing <laughs> and yet, between kills. And yet his next character, he glues a mustache onto his face. That, is, dude, that fake mustache is the most fucking obscene thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we get, a, we get a montage of the killer just wa- walking around listening to disco and just like, what the fuck is happening? Meanwhile, uh, while this is going on, the, uh, the cops come up with a plan to catch him with using the radio host kind of as bait, which is never a safe plan, but that's, <laughs> that's a good, that's their plan. And, uh, the killer has targeted a woman at a party and he's like, you want to, co- he's like, I'm going to this big party at Eric Estrada's house, <laughs> which is so great. Such a dated reference that is so unimpressive in 2018. <laughs> But at that time, would you, probably would, would have you, been awesome. Would you leave where you were right now to go to Eric Estrada's house? I, I wouldn't. You'd, <laughs> I, I'm in sweatpants right now, and like it would take a lot for me to get out of the house today to go to Eric Estrada's house. <laughs> like I'd be like, well, "What's the spread like? Like, what is there food? Like, if it's just bagels and stuff, I'm probably not interested." But you know, you know who would be excited, right? Oh, your wife. Yeah, they're fucking out the door already. She, she waiting in the car, the car running. Oh my god! She, and would have Com- compiling compiling her her top five favorite chips episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, and then probably just wouldn't even like bother to ask him. Just be like really genuinely nice to him. Just just she'd just be like, I'm just happy to like be around him. No, no, yeah, no, she would, yeah. She, just stand in the corner the whole time, and then I'd have to be stuck talking to fucking Eric Estrada. <laughs> Desperately trying to think of something to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
that is honestly, if I had to hang out with Eric Estrada today, it would it would it would be so much work to come up with things to talk about with him. I think, like, I really don't have a, a high level of understanding of anything he's done. So I'd just be like, so chips was a thing, huh? Like, did you, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's it. Did you know how that's to? The extent of it. Did you know how to ride a motorcycle before, or like, <laughs> did, did they teach you after you got the gig? I I don't know. I I don't really care, actually, honestly. So keep it to yourself. Uh, like I'm, more, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure you're in an episode of a Walker Texas Ranger once. <laughs> Do you know Chuck Norris? No. All right. Well, <laughs> there goes that. Um, <laughs> so now the killer is taking two girls home because that woman that he persuades with the Eric Estrada line is like, I'm bringing my friend and, uh, you yeah. know, safety in numbers. And, uh, this scene actually cracks me up because <laughs> these two girls or not even the two girls, one girl's just sitting there in silence and the, the friend is sitting there in silence. And this girl that he picked up is the most obnoxious girl of all time. Uh, she she was out crazying him. This guy's yeah. a fake must. This guy's a fake mustache on. And in the car, you can see him like starting to lose his mind. Like, yeah. oh my god, what did I do? Yeah, I've made a terrible mistake. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. And uh, so they stop to get some liquor. He sends the friend in to get some champagne. And while he does this, he suffocates the girl. With a plastic bag. Uh, When the friend comes back out, (laughs) she notices her friend's shoe on the ground outside the car. That's that's an alarming sign. I would probably just run. (laughs) You would. And before we finish this thought, this girl has been bringing up this other girl's diarrhea (laughs) multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) This movie, you know, I I think, I think I do love this movie. Um, it might be a classic. I don't know. Um, <laughs> she, but then she finds her friend's sweater, finds her friend's sweater, and at that point, like maybe the shoes, I don't know. Maybe she's drunk enough to just throw them out the car window or something. I don't know. But a sweater, you fucking run for the hills. You call the police. <laughs> Because something something nefarious has happened. Because you're in an alley, also. Like, you know, right. nothing nothing good happens in an alley. And where is the killer hiding? <laughs> well, <laughs> she, the killer is hiding in a dumpster, <laughs> <laughs> and he he really, which is a crazy place to hide. Because again, you'd have to assume that this woman's going to come out and be like, hey. <laughs> I'm going to follow the trail of my friend's clothes to this dumpster and open it and not just run away (laughs) and not just call the police because the car is now empty and, you know, (laughs) whatever. Um, And he jumps out of the dumpster and and kills kills the friend also. (laughs) Yes. And then he uh, he immediately calls uh, into the party. He says, you tell the cops that I just took out the trash from my last party. It was a real swinger. Swinger. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess that's a pretty big hint as to who he is. Uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um also, did you notice the really bad uh like Jace the the Friday the 13th ripoff music? I did not. Oh my god. Oh dude, every time when the killer struck 
Because so Jason had the what? What was what? What did it turn out that they were saying in that song? It was like, oh yeah, oh wait, wait, uh, but it was. What were the words? Kill, kill, kill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, 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 yeah. It was like kill, 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 mom, 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 or something. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. yeah, something like that, right? So, but there was like a purpose behind it. There was like something behind it. This one is is a ripoff of it, but to not get sued, they didn't just use it. So it's and it's literally a person going, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Wait, sorry, I just started laughing. Hey, 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 he, he, he. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and then the cops find this crime scene, by the way, <laughs> at the dumpster. Uh, and, uh, it's amazing because the cops, <laughs> the cops are looking and they're, the cop's reaction is, Hey, there's blood. And the other <laughs> cop goes, Oh, more blood. And then the, what they decide to do is we better get more help. <laughs> <laughs> These cops, I, the, whoever made this has no idea what a police officer's job is. <laughs> like they're tra- they're treated ridiculous in this. Um, they find a murder victim hung by the jungle gyms, and one is slid down the slide. And we see weird cuts on their breasts, which yes. is which is a weird detail that for some reason they really pay attention to in this movie. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, um, we are running way behind on this episode. Okay. So <laughs> well, we talked about penises for the first 20 minutes. Well, that's true. Uh, so <laughs> while, while all this is happening, the killer changes his identity again. Uh, this time, this is when he turns into Jim Jones. He's got like the big glasses on and just like the fucking weird hair. Uh, he kills a biker. He does. <laughs> and then, then it turns into like uh what do you call psycho psychorama dude it does it does like the bikers are just like running or it was it was i i, I had no idea what was happening <laughs> it was really weird uh but he ends up stealing a car with a young high school girl inside which yeah. which was terrifying to me uh i i really did, i didn't want to see a high school girl be murdered uh and i also didn't want to see a high school girl naked but here we are so uh i hate that man i fucking hate that in movies yeah especially the older you get the more alarming it is that this is happening yeah like 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 high school characters naked like stop i watched blue lagoon like a year ago yeah you familiar with that yeah I, i that's uh what's her name right brooke shields yeah She's stranded on an island with some other guy, and they're like fourteen. Yeah. They're just like romantically involved. Anyone that was involved with that should be fucking murdered. Because <laughs> she was actually underage, right? They both were. Yeah. How is that legal? That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? <laughs> That's fucking insane. And like, not just legal, but like, people were just like, oh, "It's a classic flick." Like. <laughs> Like, it's okay. It's a good movie. Like, and I don't even know if it's particularly a good movie, but uh, whatever. Um, yeah, that's what I figure. <laughs> um, and we also see the, we, we get a lot of cut scenes with the cops and the DJs. And the yes. cops, the cops with the DJs are, are, are telling us things we already know. Like, it's really alarming. Like, they're just like, he's like, 
this guy's going to attack everyone once an hour. And it's like, is this, what are you telling us? Like, we, we know this already. And like, he's telling the DJ and she's like, oh God. And I'm like, I thought we knew this. He, he literally called into the show and told us everything. But I, I, I don't understand. And like, every time somebody's killed on the hour, the cops are like, oh God, he got another one. He, like, yeah, because you haven't stopped him yet. <laughs> You have to catch him. Like, stop thinking this is going to stop randomly. Um, so anyway, the high, he, he kidnaps his high school girl. Um, and she, she manages to escape because two drunk guys. <laughs> there's a four lane road and the killer is driving. There's no cars on the road. And two got two drunk guys walk into the first lane that he's driving in, <laughs> and the killer's like, "What do I do?" Because like, <laughs> two men are standing in his way, and instead of just driving around him, he gets out and is like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> like you're blocking traffic. <laughs> there is not a single car on the road. It's an amazing scene, um, but the girl uses this to her advantage and is able to uh, escape. And uh, she runs off. He chases her. Um, it, it, it's insane. It's insane. Um, and she she ends up hiding in a in like a. He almost gets caught by the cops. Basically, she's hiding. He he's he's like he turns into Matt Murdock and can somehow he's like banging a, a thing. He's like banging a stick on metal, and and appears to be using some type of. Uh, 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 sound detection to find to find where she's hiding, <laughs> but not quick enough because the cops show up and, and kind of chase him away, and he runs off. So that's it, right? That's that's it. That, that's it for that. Um, now that that son is now wandering around the studio, uh, and I, I I don't know why I have to tell this, but it seemed important because they played dramatic music. But he's walking around like the New Year's Eve party with the stocking on his head with the needle in his ear. And he, but he's wearing these, uh, the glasses from, from like the guy from Star Trek, <laughs> the, the Lamar Burton's character. Like he's wearing yes. those now on top of the stocking. <laughs> like this guy is nuttier than any killer in any slasher of all time. Like this guy's just out of his gourd. Like, and he's not even doing anything. He's just, like milling around (laughs) it's so bizarre it's so it's so bizarre um fuck so anyway um derek and the dj they finally get together they have this like falling out finally like this big fight finally um and he's like i'm i'm mad i had a surprise for you but not anymore you know storms out of the room but in walks this creepy dude in a jumpsuit and and that mask that we talked about last week that looks kind of like Jimmy Durante uh, claymation from the the snow the Christmas movies. Yes, yes. Um, and, Which we mentioned last week. It, it looks like the guy from uh, Santa Claus Coming to Town. Right, and he he kind of walks in this not kind of he walks in with this mask and it, you know it's the killer, a hundred percent. And uh, he walks in, Diana doesn't know, and you're like, oh, shit. And then he 
pulls off the mask to Diana and it's her husband, Richard. <laughs> and it is the killer. It is the killer. Right. That so, That is the big reveal is that it's her fucking husband. <laughs> Correct. And that's... And and that's it, man. Like that, we get it now. Like that's everything's together. Um, so we also, and that's also when you really put together that Derek is the kid because Richard's. You know, it, it's it's bizarre. It's just bizarre. <laughs> Meanwhile, while this is happening, Richard is in the hotel, right? Yes. With Diane, we cut to the cops, who's like. <laughs> Hey, we just found the car of the killer. It's registered to our, our Richard Sullivan. Do you know who that is? The guy's like, well, that's her husband. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that God. guy is such a fucking dweeb. I I forgot about that guy. He's like, oh boy, it's her husband. It I was, knew he was no good. <laughs> it was yeah, I knew he was no. How did you know that? Like, and why didn't anyone relay that to us? <laughs> and then also they're like, yeah, he's also a patient of a sanitarium. What is happening? Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, so the DJ and the cops are in an elevator. And uh, the killer. <laughs> so, oh, so basically the DJ is like, I got to go do the show. You stay here, Richard. Like, I'll see you after or whatever. Um, and the killer's like, okay. So the killer, the DJ and the cop, um, like her bodyguard, they go into an elevator. And <laughs> Richard goes into the electrical panel and is somehow able to manipulate this elevator just by like dragging a screwdriver, (laughs) just like moving a screwdriver around inside of the panel. (laughs) He's able to make this elevator manipulate it to do whatever he wants. (laughs) Um, It's crazy. And he's able to like basically shake the elevator enough that both people are knocked, knocked unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) oh boy so he goes in after he knocks him unconscious that way he knocks the cop out a little bit more and he uh he goes and sits next to uh his his darling wife and he says the show must go on huh well tonight the show will go on without you and she's like richard (laughs) and then he starts playing the murder cassette for her he pop he bought he pops that classic out she's like it was you He's like, that's right. I'm evil. And she asks why. And I really wish she didn't because we get the craziest (laughs) convoluted explanation as to why he's doing all this. And I don't even understand. It has something to do with religion. And and I I, I don't even know. And being second fiddle to her career. Her career. I, I thought that was the big one. Well, okay, so earlier I was like, I just read a note that was absurd. Um, And here's the note. Oh, no, never mind. I'm lying. That note's not, that, that note's not crazy. I, I'm an idiot. I just misread it. Okay. I, I thought they called him a religious psychotic, but they go, there are many suspects as to who the killer might be. A crazed fan? A religious psychotic? Or maybe someone closer to Diana? Also, that's not relayed in the the, the shot movie <laughs> that that would have been cool actually but anyway anyway so he just does this insane monologue of of being second fiddle and uh now the son oh yeah you you castrated me and now you're trying to do the same thing to our son she's like <laughs> what do you mean and then he reveals that the son 
she, he reveals a really a good story about <laughs> she's like our son went for an audition and didn't reveal he was your son and he got the part all on his own I, like <laughs> good that sounds great <laughs> like what what's the problem there <laughs> but he's very upset by it <laughs> you should be ecstatic yeah, like that's the greatest news of all time and he's like you piece of shit and i know it's because he's she doesn't listen to him but like come on fucking a win's a win man um now the cops bust in they start shooting at richard which uh you know i i i I don't even know they just start no one there's like six cops shooting at him and none of them hit him he just runs no and he runs to the roof yes Oh, Where, I forgot about the ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and it's five minutes of people running upstairs. Like yes. A solid five minutes of them just running upstairs. Well, he finally gets to the rooftop and he, and he just, throws, <laughs> just throws himself off. He jumps off the fucking roof. He kills himself. Yes. And that's is the, he dead? He Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, 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 it's, it's, it's her that gets loaded into the ambulance. Yes. She okay, gets loaded right, into right. the ambulance alive. And, and. <laughs> and <laughs> Wait, this, <laughs> this is the best, this is the best final seconds of a movie ever. And then we see the son pick up the mask from his dead dad. And it was, it was such a mar- bad Marvel superhero movie moment. <laughs> like Harry discovering the Green Goblin mask. <laughs> Like, it's it's my destiny to be the Jimmy Durante mask. <laughs> and um, while she's getting loaded in, um, we cut to the driver's seat of the ambulance, and he's wearing the mask as the driver. And he's driving, and, and the medic is in the front seat dead next to him. Yes, so he's going to kill his mom, basically, is what we learn. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. And also, the weirdest part about that is there are, like, a thousand people outside looking into the ambulance window yes. and, and no one's like, Hey, why is that guy in a mask <laughs> driving an ambulance? Uh, and that's the end, man. The ambulance drives off. Uh, he's going to kill his mom probably. Yeah. And we get that song playing again. <laughs> New Year's evil. And that is New Year's evil. I can't wait for the sequel. Oh man. Did they make another one? No, they didn't. No, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so happy New Year's, everyone. Um, yeah, that was fun. That was that was a fun time. Um, so we got no more themes, do we? No, no, we don't. Um, we can do. We could go back to some Patreon picks. You know what? Patreon pick has really just been staring me in the eyes, like which one for months? Vampire in Brooklyn, the Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen it? I, I have. Uh, I don't remember it. Can we do it? Sure. Why not? <laughs> that or Hatchet. A lot of people want us to talk about Hatchet. But. I remember enjoying Hatchet. I, that's what I remember too. Like, it's so funny. Like, we'll get these messages like from fans and stuff. <clears throat> and, they, you know, they we have the tight connection. And uh, they they feel like they have this like understanding of our personalities and they do i mean they listen to us every week so they do have an understanding but it's funny when they miss our miss it completely 
And like this has happened recently with Bird Box where people were like, I can't wait to hear you guys shit all over it. And me and Joe are both like, oh, this is a great movie. Like this movie was fucking fantastic. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> like it's crazy. And like that I feel like that's gonna be Hatchet too. A lot of people sent us Hatchet being like, I can't wait for you guys to destroy Hatchet. And I think I enjoyed Hatchet. I mean I watched I it. I, I, I mean pre pre doing this, my, my taste has changed. My taste my taste has changed also, but like I don't think Hatchet takes itself so seriously. It doesn't. That, you, it doesn't. Like it's supposed this, to be an over the top gory mess. Right. And the silliness of it is part of it. It's not it's not unintentional. It's absurd. Right. And it's good. And it's it's a uh, lowbrow and it's that's what it's supposed to be. So I don't know. I think I I don't know. Let's do hatchet. Let's do hatchet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just to ruin piss everyone off. So um all right, so hatchet next week. That's it. Yeah. All right. So Facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com. Um, what else do we, I, I don't even know. I don't, do, why do we even promote things anymore? Who cares? Like, <laughs> just find us. Like, it's the internet. If you Google the horror show, we come up. So, exactly. Just, like, what the fuck? Uh, I'm on Instagram at I hate horror. Matt, Joe, uh, Boognish1985. So follow us. We're having fun. Uh, Joe's going to be doing, I think, some music, music podcast. Yeah, man. Trying it out. Uh, sent it to a couple people. Got good reactions. So i uh, be moving forward. Yeah, it might be. A, I don't know if you're going to do it solo or do it on our Patreon, but we'll figure that out. Um, and uh, yeah, so follow Joe for that 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 thing. <laughs> do you have a name for it? I do. I do not. And I won't. So fuck you. <laughs> Every time somebody mentions it, I'm just going to pretend like I didn't know about it and that you're like Yoko Onoing me. Like, or you're like John Lennoning me, like just cutting me out. Just gonna be like what? <laughs> uh, uh, so I saw you comment that on uh, Dave's. Yeah, one. yeah, I'm gonna do it for everyone. Everyone that mentions that, I'm just gonna be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you never told me this." Um, anyway, so that's that. Uh, and uh, yeah, so hatchet next week uh, for Joe. <laughs> this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.